We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up show, Best Game Cox podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, February the 24th, 2021. On today's show, it is officially game day. Gamecocks traveling to Starkville. Can they snap their five-game losing streak when South Carolina takes on the Mississippi State Bulldogs? I'll break down the game, guys, in its entirety. We'll talk Mississippi State, top storylines, players to watch for, keys to the game. I'll give my prediction much, much more from there as well. Also, news and notes to get into, including Shane Beamer picking up a new football commitment. Also, we got to talk about the midweek game. South Carolina beating Winthrop 12-4. Wes Clark continuing his tear to start the 2021 baseball season as he adds three more home runs to his total. Guys, we got a packed show here on a Wednesday, and it's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention on the companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from the competition. They're not a trucking company, by the way. They are a moving services company, and they're also employee-owned co-op. Their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is invested in your success. They have dedicated professional crew members, and they also offer black glove service. They offer end-to-end packing services, custom crating and packaging for special items, and cleaning services as well. They're founded by Greenville Natives and University of South Carolina alumni guys, so a Gamecock-owned small business. They also offer 20 years of project management moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, whether you're in the upstate or across the state of South Carolina, if you have any moving needs in 2021, be sure to check out our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. You can find them on social media at Upstate Movers Group. And of course, if you have any further questions, go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it.
guys. Hope you're all doing well. I'm Chris Phillips, host of the Spurs Up show. As always, happy Wednesday, happy hump day. Hope you're having a fantastic day, whether you're in the office, on the commute there, home, you have the day off, whatever it might be, guys. Hope you're all doing well on this Wednesday, this game day episode of the Spurs Up show, guys, as we sit here February the 24th, 2021. If I sound a little more excited than normal, a little giddy. It's because I just watched South Carolina hit, I don't know, about a 1,000 home runs against Winthrop pitching at Founders Park. Uh, Going to talk about that game a little bit more in its entirety a little bit later, but we've got to start first, of course, on the basketball side of things because I know a lot of you are saying, Chris, let's just let the season in. Let's not even talk basketball anymore. Let's get it over with. We will not do that. I refuse to do that. We've got three more games left, and South Carolina is looking to snap it's five-game losing streak tonight in Starkville. Let's talk about it. Gamecocks traveling to Starkville to Humphrey Coliseum to take on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Seven o'clock tip-off on the SEC Network. Gamecocks in this one, a six-point underdog over and set at 145.5. Guys, if you remember, South Carolina actually faced Mississippi State just a few weeks ago, lost by 16 points. So, again, a six-point underdog in Starkville tonight. Taking a look at the Bulldogs, they are 12-11 and 11 overall, 6-8 and eight in the conference. Their head coach, Ben Howland, averaging 70.1 points per game, holding their opponents to just 66.4 points per game. Uh, Mississippi State shoots 45% from the field, 36% from three, and they allow just 41% from the field and 33% from three-point range. Overall, a pretty good damn defensive team, I might add, only giving up 66 points and then 41 and 33 from the field, so pretty solid defensively uh, from the Bulldogs in this one. All right, let's talk top storylines, guys. And again, <clears throat> it is a very tough time right now to be a South Carolina basketball fan. There's no other way to put it. I think most fans, honestly, have transitioned their minds from basketball to baseball, which, listen, I, I can't blame you at all. Um, obviously, I'm extremely excited for baseball and fired up for baseball, and especially what we've seen in the first four games. How could you not be? But again, I refuse to be. I, I've always prided myself on the Spurs Up show being well-rounded and not, and not being focused solely on one sport. You know, there's shows out there, there's entities that cover just football, right? Or maybe some focus more on basketball than baseball. I really try to be as well-rounded as I possibly can and show love to all the sports because I love Gamecock basketball. I really do. My top storyline is this, though. With just three games remaining on the schedule. And again, you might add those games that you missed. You might make them up. Who knows what's going to happen at this point in the season. But right now, you've got three games scheduled remaining. Okay? You're on a five-game losing streak. And I picked South Carolina to win over the weekend, by the way, in case you guys forgot. I picked the Gamecocks. I thought they were going to snap that losing streak. I thought to myself, you know what? This team's too talented. Frank Martin, the culture he's built. You know, I think this is a team that's going to come out, play for each other, play hard, and get the W. And, hell, I was wrong. My top storyline is this. is just, will the bleeding stop? And, and like, if it's going to stop, who is going to be the guy who puts their foot down and says, no more, no longer? I'm not going back out there and getting my ass kicked again. Because you take a look at this team, again, there's a lot of veteran presence on this team. Guys who have been there, done that. Like, it's not a bunch of freshmen who are just trying to figure it out this year. You're talking A.J. Lawson, Justin Manaya, Jermaine Kusnard, Keyshawn Bryant, T.J. Moss, Levesque and McCreary at this point. Even though Alonzo Frank's hurt, he's still out there too. I mean, 
There are guys, like I said, who have been there and done that for this team. Where is the leadership? Where is the leadership on this team? Who does it come from? Which one of those guys that I just mentioned, like I said, steps up, puts their foot down, and says, I'm not going out there and getting my ass kicked yet again. Does that guy even exist? Is there a guy on this roster who's capable of doing that? Who's capable of being that guy? Who is it? Or will we see South kind of close out this season on an eight-game losing streak and go down without a fight, and that'll be it? I don't want to believe that's the case. I really don't. So again, will the bleeding stop? Is this the night the bleeding stops? We'll see. Another big storyline for me, talking about the Gamecocks roster, and that is the health of Jermaine Cousnard. Will he return tonight? Again, I I know this is a dude who's been streaky, who's been very cold this season. I think he's averaging like eight points per game. It's been a bad season. It's been one to forget for Jermaine Cousnard. But this team is better off with him in the lineup. Does he return tonight? And if he does, what type of impact does he have? Can he? I mean, has he had a breakout game, quote-unquote, for South Carolina this year? I, I really can't remember. I cannot recall a game that we were like, oh, that was the Jermaine Kuznar game. He went off. He hasn't. Does he return? And if he does, do we finally see that from him this season? What we all know that he's capable of. Another storyline for me, revenge on the road. Hey, they beat you by 16 on your home floor. Mississippi State, if you guys remember, the Gamecocks were favored the first time they took on the Bulldogs. If you remember correctly, that game followed the big upset win over the Florida Gators and started this five-game losing streak, actually. What did South Carolina learn from that first matchup? Can they take what they learned and apply it to this game and get some revenge? Again, you're a six-point underdog, and with the way you've been playing, hell, that doesn't feel like enough. But can South Carolina come together, band together, find a way again to take what it – Take what it learned from that first game and find some revenge. Extract their revenge on Mississippi State. And then my final storyline, guys, is this. Again, I've been very clear in in stating that, you know, I I really don't like questioning teams' effort and want to and, and, you know, just how much fight they have left in them. You know, I I don't like doing that. I I don't like saying, oh, a team has quit because – I don't know each of these guys individually. I'm not behind the scenes. I'm not in the locker room. But all we can judge off of, all we can base this off of, is what we see on the floor. And again, I know basically all of Gamecock Nation has checked out on basketball season. And that's totally fine. Like I said, a lot of you tuning in like, Chris, will listen because it's you maybe. I don't know. Maybe you're not saying that. But I'm sure there's some people saying, Chris, we're going to listen no matter what. But we don't give a damn about basketball. Talk about the baseball team, which I'm going to do. But I refuse with three games left to just say, you know what? Uh, We're not even going to cover it on the podcast anymore. We're not even going to talk about it on social media. We're not even going to cover it. No, no, to hell with that. Because if you're a real competitor, right? If you're a real competitor and you have any sense of pride, you fight. You fight, scratch, and claw. You don't go down without a fight. But my final storyline is this. Just how much fight does this team have left, if any at all? How much? I think that's something that you really got to start to think about. Like, has this team quit? I mean, if you see a South Carolina team go out and get beat by double digits, 
You know, I, what is there really to say? Because, again, I think we've gotten to the point where I can just tell you guys, I just don't think you're a very good ball club this year. You're, you're just not very good. Bottom line, you're just not very good. But three games left. You're going to find out a lot about this team's character. You're going to find out a lot about the character of the guys on this roster. You are. In these last three games. Again, I know a lot of fans, most fans, hey, season's a wash. It's over. Who cares? We're on to baseball. Man, that's all fine and dandy. But I am going to be watching very closely tonight because I'm very interested and very intrigued. How much fight does this team have left? Does it fight at all? How much pride does this team have? Honestly, how much pride do they have? Because I, I don't care if you lose the last year. I don't give a damn if you, you, you close this season on an eight-game losing streak. Because guess what? It is a wash. You're right. The season's a wash. But for the love of God, I mean, to, to, if I could say anything to these guys, for the love of God, guys, take pride in yourself. Don't quit on yourself. Because if you quit on your team, you quit on yourself. Don't quit on yourself. At least go down swinging. At least do that. Do it for yourself. Do it for your teammates. Do it for your coaches. Do it for your university, who has given you an opportunity to play Division I basketball, to play in the SEC. Fight. How much fight do we see? How much fight does this team have left? Be interesting to see for sure. All right, let's move to Mississippi State players to watch for guys. We've got to start with DJ Stewart Jr., 16.7 points per game, a really talented guard on the outside. You take a look at the inside, Iverson Molinar, a guy that killed you the first time you played Mississippi State, 16.9 points per game. He actually leads the Bulldogs in that category, 16.9 points per game. And then Tolu Smith, another big-time ball player, 8.3 rebounds per game. He leads their team in that category. Again, all three of these guys have one thing in common. They all crushed you in that first game. So you got to find a way to limit these guys, if nothing else, this time around. Let's talk about our keys to the game, guys. My first key is this. Again, like I mentioned, the fight. How much fight do you have left? My first key, dig deep. Each of these guys, look yourself in the mirror. Fight for the man next to you. Play for one another. Play for your team. Play for your university. Play, play for your damn head coach. Dig deep. Something. If you lose, you lose. That is fine. But my goodness, don't go down without a fight. Don't go down and, and leave this game tonight and say, you know what, I was playing for myself, I was selfish, I, I could have left more on the floor, but I didn't. To hell with that, bro. Have some pride. Dig deep and have some freaking pride. My second key to the game, win the perimeter. You're going to have to win the three ball. Yeah, I, you know, we. It, it's been a struggle for South Carolina defensively, and that's putting it very kindly. Uh, you expect A.J. Lawson to show up, have his typical 20, 22 points, whatever. You need to get more guys going from outside, man. Justin Manaya, Trey Hannibal, if Jermaine Kuznard's there, TJ Moss. You got to win the three ball. You got when South Carolina's shooting the three ball well, good things are happening. So my second key, win the perimeter. My third and final key to this game, and it's going to sound funny because it's so simple, but my God, just play defense. I mean, play any semblance. Hold them to under 50% from the floor. And you maybe will give yourself a chance. Hold them to less than 50%. I mean, it's been insane how porous the Gamecocks have been defensively. And I don't really know who's to blame or what's to blame. 
Because I know we said, oh, you know, Frank Martin's defense, it, it, it's so, you know, it, it's so complicated and complex. And you need time to practice this, that. But, dude, there's just no excuse for how bad you've been defensively. None. There's no excuse for how bad this team has been defensively. So, simply put, play defense. Play, play just average defense. And maybe we'll have a chance. So, again, my key's the game. Dig deep, win the perimeter, play defense. And that leads us into my prediction. Guys, I'm not going to fluff this one up for you. Five straight losses coming fresh off a game where I picked Gamecocks basketball to win on Saturday. And, boy, that, that pick looked foolish. You go to Starkville, to Mississippi State to take on a team that already beat you once and beat you handily. Beat you by 16, I might add. I, I, I don't, you know... I, again, I hate to question the the effort, the fight, the want to, the pride, the buy-in, all that. So I, I hate to question that. But at this point, I think this team's on E. I, I think this team has checked out. I think this team has damn near quit. And, you know, again, like I told you guys, I, I think the the most toxic, most poisonous thing that happened to Gamecock basketball happened earlier this season when, listen, I understand, and I have empathy. The COVID thing happened, and you lost practice time, you lost games, and yes, it threw a wrench in this season. But when the attitude of, oh, it's all fine, the season's a wash anyways because COVID, when that attitude, when that narrative began to circulate amongst the Gamecocks fan base, and then I think it made its way to the program. I, I really do. Because this team is playing like a team that is embracing, oh, this season is a wash. Oh, this season doesn't matter anyways. Oh, COVID, whatever. We got a built-in excuse. That's what I'm seeing. And again, I hate to question that. Things that are behind closed doors and, 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 and players that I don't know personally. And, and, and those, are, those are dangerous assumptions to make. But all you can do is take what you're seeing on the on the field of play, on the floor, on the diamond, whatever it is, and draw your best conclusion. And that's what it comes off as, that this is a team that has packed it in, that has quit, that is playing as a bunch of individuals and not as a team. And I don't see any reason that will change tonight. I, I, I see none. <laughs> if you just want to talk X's and O's, I mean, the Gamecocks can't stop anybody. They can't play defense. And outside of A.J. Lawson, you really don't have any scorers at this point. So, I got the Bulldogs 91-72 to beating South Carolina. I, I don't think it's particularly close. Again, there's nothing that tells me that South Carolina will stick around in this one and, and, and make it a close game and, and even have a chance to win at the end or anything crazy like that. So, I, I got Mississippi State 91-72. to um, I don't think Mississippi State is world beaters by any stretch. I mean, again, you look at their record, they're 12 and 11. They have a losing record in conference. But, you know, you are what your record says you are. In South Carolina right now, what are they, 5 and 12? I mean, you know, you are what your record says you are. And what you are right now is not a very good basketball team. You're a damn, uh, you're, you're, you're a terrible basketball team. You're trash. You suck. Just, just call a spade a spade. You are what you are. You are what your record says you are. And fans can do this whole feel-good thing about, oh, A.J. Lawson this and Justin Manaya that and Trey Hannibal. And 
No, we suck, guys. We flat out suck, and there's no other way to put it. So maybe I can be the jinx of all jinxes, and if that pisses you off me saying that, so be it. But we stink. We stink. There's no other way to put it. So, again, I hope they shove it up my ass. I hope I'm wrong, but I got Mississippi State winning the game 91-72 to tonight in Starkville at Humphrey Coliseum. So, all right, let's move into news and notes. We'll wrap this thing up, guys. Uh, first thing on the football side of things, Shane Beamer picking up a big-time commitment, 2022 three-star defensive back. Anthony Rose committing to South Carolina. He chose the Gamecocks over Penn State and Arizona. Um, nice pickup. You take a look at this film, really, really good stuff. And it's great to see the 2022 class uh, already jump-starting, already getting off to a quick start. Again, I feel really good about this class. I think the 2022 class, we're going to see it get back to normal in regards to South going to be in a top 25 uh, top twenty five class. But again, three-star defensive back Anthony Rose committing to Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks. Also, like I said, guys, I have to mention this. The midweek game last night, South kind of beating Winthrop 12-4, the power display at Founders Park. Wes Clark, I, I listen, I don't know what this dude's eating. I don't know what he's doing. Wes, if you're listening, chill out, my guy, because they're going to start checking the bats. They're going to start having suspicions about what in the world is going on in Columbia. My guy, relax. we got a long season ahead. No, seriously, bro, I, I mean – you can't listen. You had a really nice offensive weekend against Dayton. You did. You hit seven home runs in three games against Dayton. Really nice. You hit seven home runs alone last night against Winthrop. Again, it's Winthrop. We understand that. And the, and the competition certainly takes a bump up this weekend when you take on the Clemson Tigers. But still. You handle business in the midweek. I thought on the bump, too, Will Sanders, um, phenomenal. I, I think he's the next big-time arm at South Carolina. I could see him being the Friday night starter as soon as next year. I mean, a guy that's six foot six, long, lanky, has room to build in the body, throws 95, 96 already. The stuff is there. And, again, you saw a bunch of, uh, bunch of youngsters get in. A bunch of youngsters get in, and you love to see that in the midweek when you can pull away and give, you know, give guys opportunities. Hey, Josiah Seitler in the DH, he went yard for you. Um, you know, and a bunch of other guys had great games as well. Again, a little sloppy early on, but I love the way South kind of responded. Um, once that game got tied, 3-3 three to three responded just how I'd expect him to and uh, took care of business. And, and now, like I said, guys, we sit here on Wednesday, the Clemson series upcoming this weekend. Guys, if you have questions for that, by the way, we're going to be dropping a ton of content this week and, of course, all throughout the weekend. But uh, taking your questions, comments, calls, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for the show tomorrow because I will be breaking down, previewing all that good stuff, the rivalry series between Carolina and Clemson upcoming this week. I'm going to have that full breakdown on tomorrow's show. And obviously, again, as you guys know, I'm giddy. I'm excited. I'm fired up. It's like my Super Bowl, if you guys didn't know. I, I am so fired up. Again, the 4-0 Gamecocks ranked 17th in the country. Going to take on the undefeated Clemson Tigers. You could not ask for a better a better setup, a better situation, a better scenario. If you're a Gamecock fan, hell, if you're a Clemson fan, if you're a college baseball fan, the best rivalry in college baseball, taking the field this weekend again, like I said, guys, tons of content coming from us, coming from yours truly. I might even write a couple of articles. You never know. And again, we're going to have live pregame and postgame shows from all three games. Also, that reminds me, 
pregame and postgame show tonight before the basketball game. I'll go live 6 to 6.30 uh, before the Gamecocks take on Mississippi State at 7, and then postgame show, of course, following right after. But, guys, this has been a fun Wednesday. This has been a fun Wednesday game day. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Hope you all have a great day. Thank you so much for the love, support, sharing the content, consuming the content, showing love to the content. Again, it means the world to me. And again, I feel really good about what we're doing right now. We've added a couple of writers. I've got my editor, Josh, who's helping me out. Um, we're pumping out content left, right? Content bleeding out the eyeballs, guys. Exciting times to be a Gamecock fan. Exciting times to be following along with the Spurs Up show. And again, thank you guys so much because you guys make this thing go. The love and support you guys show, it absolutely means the world. So again, guys, thank you so much. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. Go Cox, beat Mississippi State. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much, guys.